1: and welcome to another episode of the giant take podcast our final recap of the 2023 preseason as well as a 53 man roster projection my voice might be coming in a little low and that's not just because it's 10 p.m on a sunday night it's because i'm in college and i'm in an echo chamber right now so if it's super echoey i apologize uh i'm not in my dorm room uh, because i do have a roommate so you know there's that in college uh
0: respecting boundaries things you love to see
1: and um yeah, so I'm unfortunately I'm in the study room, which is just all around not my favorite. And I have class tomorrow, so I'm just I'm not in a good mood. But it is what it is, and I'm I'm gonna try and be as cheerful as possible as we talk about uh very exciting topics and with me as he already has spoken so far a few words in this episode, my co-host and my friend Alex, who is still at home with a good setup, unlike me. Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I think this might be my last uh
0: episode with that good setup i think maybe you I'll, No, i think we'll have one more maybe i don't
1: know depends um where i'll be at home but uh yeah we'll probably have a reaction episode on the fin through man roster we did that last season so yep we'll yeah so
0: one more and then i'll be in the same boat as josh and i'll be behind him at least he'll have uh, figured out some of the good spaces i'll be looking for the new spaces so uh then i'll be a wreck so get ready for that um but yeah i'm doing well i'm excited and uh you know, excited and nervous, right? Uh, and, you know, upset and what all the emotions on cut down day, obviously. But, um, you know, obviously we'll talk about the Jets stuff first and then we could get into the roster. But uh, yeah, you know, 53-man cut down is a difficult time. You got to remember these people are humans and not just uh, players that show up on a video game uh, or on your television screen. So uh, it is, you know, as much as we talk about like, oh, this guy is going to be cut, this guy's like, you know, do, do understand that we are, we understand the, uh, um, I guess, severity of the situation for some of these players who are cuts.
1: So just wanted to make that uh, known before we get into that. But yeah, I'm doing well. All right, let's talk about this Giants versus Jets game and, and the loss that it was 32 to 24. Let's get into it in a little bit. We don't have a lot because it was all backups in this game and it was starters for the Jets in the beginning. But yeah, that first offensive possession for the New York Giants was absolutely horrendous. However, I want to note the Giants did have their backups in and Tyra Taylor under center while the Jets had their starters. So that's how it should have looked. Um, that's a good thing for the Jets. It means that all, their starting team is not terrible. We had Tommy DeVito, who played most of this game and was actually really good once again in another preseason game. And I want to pose a question to you, Alex. I mean, obviously we'll get to it in our fifty-three man roster prediction, but is there a possibility? that Tommy DeVito goes in and replaces Tyrod Taylor as the backup quarterback for the New York Giants heading into week one? Um, no, there's no
0: chance that happens. Tyrod Taylor's getting paid $6 million a year. Um, Tyrod Taylor has experience. Tyrod Taylor is a seasoned NFL vet. Tommy DeVito had a couple of good games. Tyrod Taylor has been a starter uh, throughout about half of his NFL career. It, it doesn't make sense. You know, the... The players seem to really enjoy playing with Tyrod. Tyrod's got that experience, like I just said. And that's valuable. Uh, When you're a backup and you're coming in, say, under the lights against the Cowboys, fourth quarter, uh, Sunday night football, tied game, 2020, uh, five minutes left, and you need to orchestrate a a drive, a game-winning drive. I'd still, even after what I've seen this point, and I think the Giants coaching staff will feel the same way, Tyrod Taylor is better equipped at this point in his career to do sub uh, you know to do such a thing so yeah i think there's a it's a very low chance i don't think Tyrod is as bad as people are making him out to seem and i think uh it'll be okay uh with him going forward as the number 2 qb but maybe next year with uh, another year under his belt tommy devito could be our number 2 but i i see that as not a very good chance i'd say you know 50-50 he makes the roster um 99.9 to 0.01 uh, that he he becomes uh, the uh, st- the second-string quarterback. So, yeah, I'd say the chance is almost as good as that he'd become the starting quarterback as he would be the backup quarterback.
1: All right, and then uh, we'll go to the defensive side of the ball here. The Giants had just one sack compared to the Jets' five. Uh, we had kicker Graham Gano was probably the one uh, starter that played for the Giants today, you could say, besides the long snap maybe Casey Kreider. Um, however, lines I think, was in there as well. So maybe not even that. But uh, Graham Gano was in midseason form, is what I have here that I saw in the Giants Wire article. He booted a 57 yard field goal in the first half that cleared the crossbar by a ton uh, by a big margin. And then he towed that up with a opening kickoff through the uprights. And then in the second half, Gano actually was able to nail a 56 yard field goal. So Graham Gano, Graham the GOAT Gonneau, as we like to joke about and say, is on his way to a hopefully very successful regular season once again. We've always been able to rely on him, and it's really great when you can just rely on your special teams to be sort of automatic, you can say, as we like to call him. Uh, it's really great to just have your kicker kind of be a something where you can just be like, you know, take a deep breath, and you'll know he makes it. Although, like, you know, even in those stressful moments, they're still there, but uh, Grand Gano seems to always live up to the hype, so a very good job by him in this preseason game.
0: Yeah, I, you know, he's always excellent. We, you know, we don't even... You know, we don't have to talk about him, but we should talk about him because he is just so excellent at his job. And, um, you know, I think he deserves all the credit uh, that we can give him. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Josh. Uh, David Sills had an interesting game. He was very bad in the first half. And then in the second half, he really turned it on. Uh, You know, he got six receptions uh, off of nine targets, 81 yards and a touchdown. He had that um, behind-the-shoulder grab. Uh, or back shoulder grab from Tommy DeVito in the first half. He was partially at fault for that interception, uh, that pick six. So it was a mixed game for Sills. But uh, yeah, I I would say overall positive besides that, you know, a couple of slip ups here and there in the first half. So um, interesting game from Sills. But I don't think he played himself onto the roster. I'll just say that.
1: And we also had injuries. Uh, Yes, the Giants had injuries throughout preseason and throughout training camp, whatever it may be. Preseason injuries, excuse me, happen in sports. They especially happen in football. However, this game, there was a plethora of injuries, and we're going to go into all of them. Safety, Bobby McKean suffered a concussion after SIP, sustaining an illegal hit from Jets receiver Randall Cobb early in the game and did not return. All ruled out in the first half were tight end Chris Myrick with a hand injury, quarterback Zion Gilbert with a hamstring injury, wide receiver Bryce Ford Wheaton with a knee injury, and uh, unfortunately, we got news today that that injury from Bryce ford Ween was indeed a torn ACL. He has been put on season-long IR. He is out for the rest of the season. Um, very unfortunate news for uh, Bryce ford Wien. We wish him the best in his recovery and hope he gets uh, to a speedy one uh, and comes back better than ever next year and makes a run uh, for this roster, which he was on uh, and was very close to making the roster, if not cracking the practice squad, most definitely. Uh, so just sucks to see him go down. He tweeted out something like, thanks, Giants fans, for the support, and we'll be back better than ever. So I do very much hope that for, uh, for Bryce Ford Beaton. Guard, wide Davis had an ankle injury. And wide receiver Khalil Pimbleton actually left the field with a finger injury, but he then returned to play in the second half. Alex, we have – that's like everything for our um, preseason – Final game of the preseason recap. Anything you have to say before we transition. Next up is regular season. I mean, it's been uh I guess the next time we just re- take that in. The next time we recap a game is gonna be after a battle on September tenth, a prime time slot against the Dallas Cowboys. And like that Jets Giants game was like the most not like pointless, but it's just like preseason week three. We knew the Giants starters weren't gonna play. I mean, like it's a football game like you could watch and or miss and you wouldn't it wouldn't matter a single thing because none of the players that even played in that game were like made like incredible runs to like get to this roster. I think you could agree with me there. So going from this to what we're about to see in two weeks, this huge battle against the Cowboys, it's just insane. So anyway, I cut you off, but go ahead uh, and give me your thoughts before now our next recap going to be in the actual regular season.
0: I'm excited for it. I'm kind of done with preseason at this point. I feel like that's kind of everyone's thoughts after the third preseason game. Kind of happy they got rid of the fourth preseason game for that reason, honestly, Um, because at this point, I'm done. I'm ready to see the Giants in regular season action in games that actually count with all our starters out there, and I'm ready to see who makes this roster and uh, who's going to be out there competing for us all season. So overall, positive. I'm just ready to move on. I think that's the best way I can describe it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm really excited, and I'm sure all of you sports fans are really excited as well, so please get your attention here. And are you, re- are you a fan of an NFL team? Would you love to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you are in luck. I know a lot of Giants fans would, along with any other teams. Maybe Cowboys fans are listening in. Maybe Jets fans are listening in. You guys all want to see your week one team play. Well, we have an offer for you that can help you do that. You're in luck. Fans First Sports Network, which is the company that we are partnered with, is giving away four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice, up to 5 thousand dollars. The rules to enter are simple. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win the four free tickets to any week one game. What are you waiting for? Go enter for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action and make sure to get those submissions in as the contest ends on September 4th. So you got some time. But make sure you get that in, again, contest.fansfirstsports.com. Contest ends September 4th to get your free tickets to a week one game. All right, Alex. Before we go to the second half of this uh, podcast, let's take a quick break. All right, and we are back to talk about the cutdown so far. Of course, like, we're, we're waiting the extra day, so this episode will come out during the weekday on a Monday. And then, you know, it's our final 53-man roster predictions, and now these cutdowns that have already happened have helped us out a little bit. Uh, so I'll read some of them off, although none of them would have been on our 53-man roster predictions, I think, anyway, so it's not really that big of a deal. But the Giants did cut today when we're recording this on Sunday night. Defensive tackle Kevin Atkins, defensive back Darren Evans, Nose tackle Donovan Jeter, wide receiver Colin Johnson, running back James Robinson, defensive end Tayshawn Bauer, defensive tackle Braden Bryant, tackle Corey Cunningham, offensive tackle Julian Davenport, and wide receiver Jaden Mickens. Alex, any thoughts on these guys? Any surprise cuts so far? I a little bit surprised
0: that Johnson was cut this early. I will say that. Um, James Robinson was not a surprise for me, but I know it was a surprise for a lot of people. Um, I do think Mickens, I think Cunningham, I think uh, Darren Evans are pretty close locks to return on the practice squad. Uh, Kevin Atkins, I think, could possibly find a role somewhere else. Colin Johnson as well. Uh, James Robinson, I'm sure, is going to get another uh, try. Corey Cunningham, I said, I I, I already mentioned him. Why am I talking about him again? Brandon Bryant, maybe someone who uh, gets a role on the practice squad as well. So, um, I mean, I don't really know what's going to happen with these guys, but uh, you know, good for them for competing in preseason. Hopefully they put enough on tape to, uh, you know, get a chance with another team. That's all we can hope for. And we wish them the best, obviously.
1: All right. And with that being said, it's our favorite time here to talk about our final 53-man roster predictions just before cut down day or a couple days before cut down day officially, which I think is Tuesday. Tuesday night will, will be when the roster comes out, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I think we're just going to get right into it. These are our 53 guys. Alice will rotate back and forth with who we're talking about. And Maybe get some descriptions on them as well if they're needed. But I don't think this is needed at all. We have two quarterbacks that we're running with for the Giants, Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor. And we got um, the Syracuse kid. Oh, my gosh. I already forgot his name, Tommy DeVito. Uh, Also from basically close to our hometown. I think he's from Cedar Grove, New Jersey, right? Which is right by us. Tim and Aaron Rodgers are neighbors. (laughs) Hey, there you go. Um Yeah, so we have him making the practice squad, and he'll be like that third QB there. I don't think anything crazy happens, so that's our quarterback situation. Then our running backs, and Alex, then you can hop in. Saquon Barkley, Matt Breida, Eric Gray, and Ja'Shawn Corbin. That means no Gary Brightwell making the roster. The reason I chose this, and Alex, you can give your reason of why you chose it as well. We saw Ja'Shawn Corbin a lot in the preseason, and we saw Gary Brightwell a lot. However, to me, Corbin got the most amount of carries, and Corbin was able to make the most amount of uh opportunities for himself in the opport in wait the most amount of opportunities for himself in the amount of game time given to him if that makes any sense. Uh more yards and just better plays overall. And that's why I chose that he should make the roster and Alex, I don't know what you want to talk about.
0: Yeah, I think Corbin was kind of an under the radar performer throughout, especially considering the struggles this O-line, this backup O-line had throughout uh preseason thought he looked pretty solid in camp in the days we were there during some of those drills. So overall, I think he's kind of a sneaky dark horse name to make the roster. Personally, I'd say it's probably like 55/45 he doesn't make the roster, but as a dark horse candidate for our final prediction, I really like having him in there and uh you know, hope he makes the roster cuz I think that would be a, a nice addition, a very shifty guy, someone we saw who can catch out of the backfield, especially in preseason, so I think he'd be a nice player to have on the roster. And if he doesn't make our roster, I think he'll get picked up by someone else would be my best guess. Um, And then moving on to the wide receiver position, we got seven. Um, Paris Campbell, Darius Slane, Isaiah Hodgins, Jalen Hyatt, Sterling Shepard, Cole Beasley. uh, And then we have Wondell Robinson, of course, pending that pup uh, activation, uh, which it sounds like he might be activated. Good chance he's activated. So we have him on the list here. Uh, And those are seven receivers. No Jamison Crowder. No Pimpleton, no David Sills, um, but I think that's a pretty
1: solid list of seven receivers there for the Giants. Something that we haven't seen the past couple years, at least last year, was a big struggle at the wide receiver position for the Giants, left Daniel Jones kind of useless uh, to himself, which he did very well doing. He found some receivers there, and he also found that his legs can do a lot lot more than what we've seen in previous seasons. I mean, his rookie year too, but uh, he did some pretty sensational things with his legs, luckily he hopefully won't have to do it as much this year because he has weapons like this guy, Darren Waldo, who starts our tight end list at number one, then Daniel Bellinger, then Lawrence Cage, or we think three tight ends make the roster here. Who is the uh, Who is there? Brian Johnson is the guy that wouldn't make the Brian Jones, uh, Sweeney. Well, Sweeney, we
0: don't know what his injury situation is, so I highly doubt he's is. I mean, Sweeney, Alex. He would have
1: if it wasn't for the injury, Josh. He would have. A big Tommy Sweeney believer. We know this. And then offensive line, Alex, I'll let you break it down. In a, it, I'll, I'll read it off and then you can break it down if you have anything to say about that. Andrew Thomas, Evan Neal, Tyree Phillips, Ben Bredesen, Mark Lewinsky, Shane Lemute, Josh Azudu, John Michael Schmidt, and Matt Parrott. Funny enough, Matt Parrott has been playing so well, or at least did in training camp, we didn't even have him making the roster. I looked yeah. back, Alex, Yeah, he wasn't making the roster in our... Um, preseason, no, in our 53-man roster prediction uh, before training camp began. So I thought that was very funny, especially because of how well he played there. And with that being said, that means no Marcus McKeithen, Jack Anderson, Corey Cunningham, who got cut already, and uh, Wyatt Davis.
0: Matt Parrot was terrible in the Jets game, though, I will say. He was quite awful. But yeah, throughout the rest of the camp, he was very good. So I think that carries him onto the roster.
1: The Jets had five sacks. How many of them were his fault? Like maybe two of them. Yeah, I mean that's still not a good game though, Josh. <laughs> two? No, no, no. I'm yeah. Maybe two of them in like a bad. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm not saying in like, oh, it was only two. No, yeah. I'm saying like maybe two of them out of the five were his fault. Yeah, he was not
0: great. Um, the ob- I'm not going to talk about the obvious ones, but Tyree Phillips, I think, gets his way onto the roster with his guard flexibility. We saw him play guard a little bit in camp, a little bit in preseason, so I think that gets him on the roster. Shane Lemieux. As a center option, uh, gets on the roster, and I think the rest are pretty self-explanatory. Marcus McKeithen, I think, is going to be a good name going into next training camp as someone who, two years off the ACL, probably off a year on the practice squad now, could make an impact uh, going forward. The Giants really liked him in the draft last year, so uh, I think he could be someone to watch out for. Moving to the defensive line, uh, we got five guys, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Ashawn Robinson. Nacho and Jordan Riley no Ryder Anderson DJ Davidson or Kobe Smith and a lot of cut downs for those guys that we talked about a little bit earlier um, but yeah this is a solid group and I uh, I think they'll be uh, probably the strongest group on our team if you look at just the whole unit as a whole uh, with four pretty much you know NFL starters at this point and then Jordan Riley who's a very very promising rookie
1: uh, out of Oregon in this year's past draft so all, all good on the D-line. I'll do linebacker group, Alex. You do defensive back group. We got the edge five of those guys making the roster. Kayvon Thibodeau, Azizo Jalari, Jihad Ward, Toman Fox, and O'Shane Zimenez. That means Noah Habakuk baldonado And then the inside linebacker position, five guys making it there as well. Bobby O'Kare, Kay, Micah McFadden. And a name that we did not have that we are very happy to have now in that inside linebacker group. Isaiah Simmons, what a steal and what an ad for the New York Giants. Darian Beavers and Carter Coughlin, meaning no Cam Brown. Alex and I had a little bit pre-show discussion about the Coughlin uh, roster. That was a me pick. Uh, The reason I picked that was because he's been on every special teams play, and I think the only reason he does make the roster is for special teams help and nothing else unless we really need him because some of our inside linebackers get injured during the season. I pray that doesn't happen uh, because I'd rather just have Carter Coughlin stay on special teams. No offense to him.
0: I think I think Cam Brown's a good I think Cam Brown is a good shout as well, um, because he was a Pro Bowler for special teams under Joe Judge if you remember that he was one of the special teams Pro oh, Bowlers. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? That doesn't change. Once once you're a special teams Pro Bowler,
1: you're always a special teams Pro Bowler. All right, uh, and could mean in your Pro Football Reference it's something you can say in twenty years yeah. that's still on your wall, but that doesn't mean that you're making the roster in twenty. 20- all I would
0: say is keep an eye out for him. I wouldn't be surprised if he made the roster. Literally, all I was going to say, either, yeah,
1: well. I wouldn't either. Um, but I will say, I, I got really excited on the Pat McAfee show when the Simmons move was made. He was talking about it, and he really was hyping it up. And I was really excited um, about that. That that was really all I had to say. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think though. He had a coach. He has a coach Pagano, Chuck Pagano, I think he was on that show, and he used to coach with Wink Martindale. Uh, back in the day. I think when Martindale was like on the... I think he used to be on the Raiders before he was even on the Ravens. Maybe if I'm... Yeah. I might be mistaken, but he was talking about how Wink will be using him in blitz schemes and things like that. And it was just really exciting stuff. And just... Uh, I don't want to use the word unbelievable. That might be too big of a term, but just like great how he p- traded a seventh rounder. Yeah. Um, or as Pat McAfee put it, a bag of balls for... Uh, yeah. For Isaiah Simmons. Uh, anyway... Alex, you can go on to defensive back.
0: All right. Starting at corner, we got six of them Adoree Jackson, Deontay Banks, Amani Orawarie, Cordell Flott, Darnay Holmes, and Trey Hawkins. Trey Hawkins, obviously a camp standout. Darnay Holmes, we have just squeaking onto the roster. Uh, Amani Oruwarie, uh definitely not having, didn't have the best camp, but as a bigger corner option uh, for depth, I think he makes the roster. No Zion Gilbert, no Jamon Green. Shout out to Jamon Green, though. Hope he makes the roster. Retweeted a couple of our stuff. So, we'll always like him, uh, and then safeties, we got four of them, Xavier McKinney, Dane Belton, Nick McLeod, and Jason Pinnock, uh, no Alex Cook, no, Al- uh, no Bobby McCain, no Javarius Owens, Javarius Owens, another one who I think could make the roster, uh, hot, hot take there for me, not, some not for others, I know a lot of people do have him actually just making the roster, I'm confident he will, so we'll have to wait and see, but, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and jump the gun here, Josh. I want the best group in all of football. I want the special teams group. I want the three special teamers. First one, Graham Gano. No one saw this coming. Uh, as our kicker. Jamie Gillen as the punter. And this is where it gets really dramatic, Josh. We've been watching the long snapping competition all camp, all preseason. Cam Lions, Casey Kreider the the showdown of a lifetime it's like you, you people talk about these quarterback battles on NFL Network I keep seeing about uh Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield and uh what what's the other guy Desmond Ritter and whoever the other quarterback is on the Falcons all these quarterback who cares we've got a long snapper battle I don't see any other team in the league with a long snapper
1: battle as intense as this one uh and Excuse me. yeah <laughs> You forgot a quarterback comparison. Which one? Trey Lance and Dak Prescott, man. <laughs> What's going on? What are our Dallas Cowboys doing trading for Trey Lance here? You don't have respect and trust in your franchise quarterback that you're paying millions and millions of dollars and giving that huge contract and you're trading for a backup? It's a little scary there. Jerry Jones is shaking. He's shaking. He knows he's playing the Giants. In a couple Sundays from now, he doesn't know what to do with himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, boy, oh, boy, we got to trade for a backup quarterback when the Giants defense comes at us and Dak throws three interceptions. Oh, my Sorry, God. I had to. I Any time you can roast the Cowboys, you have to. And now this has built up the suspense. You're wondering who is going to be the
0: New York Giants long snapper, and the answer is Casey Kreider. He will beat out uh, rookie Cam Lyons. Cam Lyons will land somewhere else and be a Hall of Fame line, line long snapper. I can't even say the position. And uh yeah, but all jokes aside, I'm sure they'll both end up on teams, but I think Casey Kreider with his experience will end up on the roster. I think this is the longest we've ever talked about a special team segment uh, of a 53-man roster in Giants history. So
1: there you go. Longest time that you. Anybody, no one's talked about it this long. Let's be honest. Cam, Cam Lyons, uh, uh, Cam Lion's practice practice team uh, practice squad train. Anyone riding it? Anyone? No. So waiting at the station. No. We're all waiting on it. Why is the train delayed? <laughs> so many people are getting on. That's why they're not, not going to make it to the next stop in time. Uh, anyway. That is gonna do it for our New York Giants twenty. We don't have to do the whole thing again, all right? Or we're gonna to... no, we no, we read we fifty three names. If you did, if you missed one, you can rewind. <laughs> you can rewind. Yeah, you can go back. But that is gonna do it for our final fifty three man roster predictions. We'll have to see in a few days how it shapes up and if it's very similar to ours or not. And with that, it leads us to our final segment of today's show. We appreciate you listening, and this is the shout out section. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, wherever you want to listen, uh, you can find us on there. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, the giant take pod, and Alex on Twitter at Anorian23. I'm on Twitter at Josh 29 And um, yeah, we're having a great time. We're having uh, regular season content starting so don't leave now because if you've been with us for the preseason I don't know why you would leave now because we're going to the most exciting time and it's the start of football and uh, we're both going to be at college so it's going to be it's going to be a whirlwind. it's going to be very exciting I actually just realized Alex and I'm watching on the screen this is the shirt that you gave me
0: what a shirt what a shirt love it's that great. great shirt great shirt great shirt yeah
1: no recency bias none
0: none at all You ready to close this one out? I am. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, And we'll see you again. Host 53-man roster announcement uh, for our reactions. Peace.